Welcome to uh, Big Guys Little Ties. We're uh, tieless today, Jordan and I. Jason. Uh, I wanted to let you guys know that you can check us out on uh, YouTube, uh, Spotify, any of the other uh, podcast platforms available. You can check us out there. You can check us out on RadioInfluence.com, which is our production company uh, run by Jason, Jason Floyd. And um, yeah, you can check out some of the other podcasts that are available on there too. And uh, just wanted to give a shout out to everybody. Uh, if anybody ever has questions or comments, I've had you know quite a few already, but even more so. Any questions, comments, criticisms, we are all ears. We don't get offended uh, on this side of the radio or the microphone. So just want to let you guys know. All right. Uh, what's up, man? How you doing, Jordan? Oh, I'm good, buddy. Good. Another day. Yeah, another Tyless day. today. It feels a little weird. Say again. Ty- I know, right? Yeah. But that shirt is freaking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we we're just talking about bananas. Uh, there's, a, you know, why do you like bananas again? What is it? So many ways to enjoy them. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like eating them or like what? Yeah. Are they? Okay. Bananas fosters like the best dessert ever. Okay. You can just eat a banana. You know. Right. Great. Right. 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 Yeah. I know. Do you have your own ways of enjoying them, Nick? That's. Listen, That's I've heard, you know, I may or may not have heard, uh, you know, people have used bananas to, as hallucinogens or, uh, yeah, like smoking banana peels. Never heard that before? No. Yeah, you can like dry them up and, no, I would never do that, but I've heard of that. I've heard of people using them for, uh, you know, various uh, uh, divinatory practices uh, in regards to, may or may not be referenced to sexuality in different ways, but you know, I wouldn't know that from personal experience. That's just what I've heard. So the banana peel, you just dry it up and smoke it. I don't, I get, I don't know. I just remember something on Beavis and Butthead about it. Oh, I see. Oh, that's a good yeah. source. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> and Wikipedia too, which is the next best one. I think, I don't know where all the criticism for Wikipedia came from. Like, I think it's a pretty good source. If you try to troll Wikipedia, they're on top of it. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, like, that's the thing. So, you know, so, so you always like, so, all right, not a great student, me. All right. But yeah, I did go to school. And the one thing I learned in being a history major is that you, there always has to be criticism. You know what I'm saying? I think Wikipedia is a good source, but what do you mean, o- criticism? Like, like the, everything always has to be criticized because it keeps it on its toes. Does that make sense? Like, you know what I mean? Like the like, source of your information. The source of the information. Who's has the to be author? Like scrutinized. And, yeah. Yeah. Always. You know what I mean? Nothing should be like left so concrete that it's fact all the time. It should always be kind of like challenged. I mean, that's and fair. At, but all the sources they accept, like, what? What's the difference? Like, uh, I think got some, key, you know, some guy that says it could be some, I don't know, some, some tr- troll that says he's a Harvard grad and he's got PhDs and this and that and credentials. And then yeah. he sources and creates his own article and it could be just some sort of, it won't you know, last long though. Right. I mean, they're, yeah. pre- they're pretty, un- like they're pretty squared away. Like, have you tried, have you tried anything? Like, have you tried any, like, uh, well, I was in the army with a guy where it was like his hobby. Is he yeah. like mess with Wikipedia? And he, he got away with, he'd do like little stuff. Uh-huh. But uh, like uh, within a year or so, like they started, and he'd had different accounts. They started like catching him like <laughs> real quick, you know, like within a few hours. And then he was like, all right, well, I'm just going to make an account and I'm going to, I'm going to like actually just edit it and like be, be good. And he made some mistake, like not a big one. Say it was like 10 feet. He uh-huh. wrote like 11. 
and he got like a not banned but like restricted for like a week or a day or whatever it was because because he published a, a thing that was like a foot off i see for whatever and I, that's when i was like dude i'm i'm sold you okay. know, that's a pretty right. good yeah. punishment for i mean that, that could be an honest mistake sure. and they were like get sure. that, get sure. out of here slopped them up okay okay you very know. cool yeah the art so talking about the army we had you know we were talking the other day you know some of your stories from your army there's different ways to reach uh enlightenment and i am by no means enlightened at all but um we were talking about uh uh mace yeah, getting yeah enlightenment via mace enlightenment right. via so, mace, yeah. so what is enlightenment anyway right like what's your definition of enlightenment it could be a pretty broad one i guess it's when you just find like your center or the uh -huh. your true self you know you're no longer burdened by burdens you know sure you're just like learning how to let one with the universe i suppose you uh -huh. know? Uh -huh. i'm not sure i'm not enlightened <laughs> that's what the buddha said bro yeah. I think I don't know, mm -hmm. but um, but you said you had so you had this story, you know, because we we're talking about you know working in the clubs and obviously we've seen people get maced, and mm -hmm. uh, I've no I personally have never been maced before in a club or outside of a club, but um, you know you see people like the one time you know when we worked together and uh, a gentleman happened to get out of line and he was getting becoming a threat and. It, you know, and he ended up getting maced, but you know, so we maced him, or I didn't mace him. Someone else did that we were working with, not yeah. at the current club that we currently work at, and he just, he just couldn't let go. You know, he was just screaming for an hour and a half. So, yeah. You know, he was like, and he'd go through these phases, right? You know, so he's like, he's like, ah, and then you know, yeah, wait a second, and then the rage would just come back. Ah. Well, that guy was also pretty cut up because whoever he was fighting before we got out there. Right. Oh, I, yeah, I, I can't imagine it. several open wounds would with, feel super great. With pepper with spray all over. Yeah. Him. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you're right. That guy was like in incredibly dramatic. I think he had yeah. a few things going on. Right. But uh, well, tell, tell your story about uh, about Mace that you were uh, mentioning to me the other day. How, well, how, uh, <laughs> they maced me in that same altercation <laughs> while right. I was holding that guy. Right. Yeah. So that's fun. But that's what and I've been maced you know, quite a few times, like, I don't know, 10 well, or 15. So, okay, so 10 or 15 times maced, and this was like, how many times were voluntary? Like six, Okay, six of them. And the, they had these like trainings and stuff. For, this is uh, in the army? Yeah, in the, in the army. And they would, um they'd talk about like mace and different, you know, like first aid and all this stuff. And when I just volunteered, they were like, any volunteers? And I just thought it, be kind of funny to uh -huh. volunteer and because they were acting all tough like it was a big deal and it sucked and you know people laughed at me the first time but then i did it again you know and they <laughs> were like all right strange you know because you know it's not like someone you see all the time right least you'll see them like every six months or a year right. or whatever and uh i volunteered for a few of those classes not to get mace but you get out of doing other stuff right just go, it's like remedial training yeah yeah, and yeah i just uh I don't know. I just got a hair up my ass, and I, it was like, "How funny would it be? Like, I want this guy to remember me, you know? And just be like, I don't know what the fuck's up with that guy. Like, every time I see him, he's like, well, you mace me.' So you had, so you had consecutive classes, and, it was and far apart, right? But but, yeah. but every time you would volunteer, if they were yeah, if they were doing the mace thing, I'd, yeah. I'd be like, I'll try it. You know? <laughs> it was like one of my one of your little 
It's like, yeah, the dude just loves getting maced. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you get good, so like that's the thing is that if mace is like, it's unpleasant. You know, it's not fun. I wouldn't probably volunteer to get maced now. Right. You know, but it's real. Like the guy who we were talking about who was screaming. It's like you just have a a weak mental. I guess it's not. It's not going to kill you. You know, you're not going to die. You're not going to have any permanent damage. It's just going to suck for like. A little bit you know 20 right. to 30 minutes maybe longer if you're all cut up you know you just gotten beat up or something well yeah you just sit there and like if you uh and that's what i think led to like the enlightenment relation is if you just sit there and breathe and like just think like this is not fun it's not gonna be unpleasant for 20 minutes but i'm gonna be okay you're gonna be fine you know <laughs> nothing's gonna happen more if you're, there's no one else trying to hurt you while you're maced you know Right. Then you're good. And you just kind of sit there and like sing a show tune in your head or, you know. There you go. Yeah, do whatever you're going to do that calms you down. I'd say stare at the wall, but it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, enlightenment via mace. Okay. Yeah. So, there's all these, Bo these, all these Buddhist. Meditation like, via mace. There you go. Yeah, enlightenment's a far reach, I think. Well, the thing is, like, there's all these stories in these, these, uh, in the Buddhist koans where, you know, the Buddha said something or Bodhidharma said something or, you know, and then all of a sudden the person was instantly enlightened because this happened. You know, the Buddha, wow. there's the story about the, 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 the flower, what the heck is it called? The, the Lotus. The, yeah. It's the Lotus, lotus. the Lotus flower, uh, uh, um, sermon. Oh, right. okay. So all it was is the Buddha came, like he gathered everybody all together, all his followers out there. And I'm butchering this story by the way. And, uh, so everyone's out there, and uh, all the all the Buddha does, he grabs a lotus flower, and he just looks at it for an hour and a half, and everyone's like, "Like what the hell?" You imagine buying tickets to that? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's like, like they're flustered because they're because he's and then but the one there's one follower I can't remember his name, who smiled, and he's the one who got the answer. And the reason and he smiled because he became instantly enlightened when he saw. The Buddha staring at the lotus flower. So I don't, mm. I don't quite get it. I'm not enlightened, but I, what I think is, one aspect of it is just learning how to appreciate things as they are. That's it's like part of the secret of life. You know? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, like you know, but this, there's there's a lot more to it. But that's the way that I saw it. And its basis form. Yeah, and everybody else is pissed off. Like, what is this guy doing? Yeah. You know, he's like, flower, he took us out here. What are we sitting here for? And he didn't say anything. He just looked at the flower. And the one follower who ended up becoming the, I don't know, in the line of Zen Buddhism or whatever, he became the next uh, patriarch. Yeah. Um, but I, I, your version's a little bit, you know, the American version's a little bit rougher with mace. Yeah. You, you know, know? I, f I feel like there's a lot of obviously really valuable lessons with like Buddha and, and himself and Buddhism. But like, if I were in the time of like Buddha before he like obviously reached enlightenment, I feel like that guy would be pretty frustrating to be around. Mm. You know what I mean? Like obviously, but he would be so far past you like spiritually, but you'd be like, Hey man, want to hang out? And he'd like stare at a flower, you know, <laughs> or whatever, just little things like that. You'd be like, dude, that guy needs to get over himself. And right. then he's going to later become like, enlightened and you're like son of a bitch you know right, like, and you because right, right. you meet you meet people like that where like this guy is just yeah you know all he thinks he is the best thing that's ever walked the earth and right. it turns out he is that would be frustrating <laughs> <laughs> like, i would not enjoy that 
But yeah, it's the same on yeah. meditation through mace, you know, yeah. not a recommended method. But if you do get, it's more of a way to, to deal with the fact that you've right. been maced. Right. And uh, yeah, it's just, yeah. I can't believe you've never been maced. Yeah. Well, let's knock on wood. I mean, it's, it's bound to happen. Like, it's not a matter of uh, uh, if it's a matter of when, I guess. I guess. You know. I've been maced by other bouncers like multiple times. Yeah. You just have good, better coworkers. I, I guess. guess so, man. Scores. Scores, scores yeah. Up, scores up. Um, yeah, but, uh, uh, you know, it's just, it's just, you know, back to what you're saying about the Buddha or whatever. He's one of those guys, it's like, it, that's part of it, too. It's like, if it works, good. If you want to be friends with me, good. If you don't want to be friends with me, good. But a guy like that doesn't really have friends. It has more like they gather followers. You know yeah, I mean? uh, yeah, yeah. It becomes almost cult-like, which is, you know, in our day and age, is kind of like it's such a negative connotation. Well, I but, mean, what's the difference between cult and religion? It's like just the amount of people you have following you, right? Like probably, what? yeah. It's like a hundred thousand, yeah. I think. Yeah, that's at least what I thought in high school. I've never followed up on it, but right. Yeah, because like, what there really is no difference. It's just a system of beliefs. You know, cults right. have the negative connotation. Right. Right. But that they're usually like, you know, a lot fewer people um, with a pretty a more outlandish belief system. But if they yeah. got like, you know, 100,000 followers, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be much different. Well, you know, that's the thing with with cults is like they, you know, it's like it's this is this is like the universal axiom, like the road to hell is paved with good intentions. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What started off as a great freaking idea usually ends up in a horrible, miserable, nasty... It's because people suck. Yeah. I mean, just the nature yeah. of people get corrupted. Or, you know, they, they do it all for different reasons. And, you know, there's all these conspiracy theories with the with the um, uh, the vaccines. You know what I mean? And people, they're like, they're trying to kill us and they're trying to poison our water. Or they're doing it. And, I, you know, I, 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 I looked into that and I kind of... A, thought about that for a bit i'm going a little bit off topic but it's the same thing it's like the road to hell is paved with contentions vaccines in the beginning were necessary for the preservation of life you needed you know people you know they had the, the smallpox when it was invented by pasteur and then polio was horrible polio is a nasty disease we don't really see it in america because of vaccines because of vaccines <laughs> uh -huh. but then you know other people get a hold of it after time goes on instead of when i was a kid i would get like nine shots uh, you know, or whatever, nine to 15 shots. Now there's, I don't even want to say like 55 shots that are scheduled for kids, you know, uh, and they believe that it's, you know, it's not that it's good for you, but it's relatively safe to have them. It, you see what I'm saying? Like, so, so these companies get a hold of an idea and they just run wild with it and they focus on profit more than protection of people, you know? So it's, it was a good intention that just went awry. Does that make sense? It, I guess, yeah, you know, but I want to be uh, real careful with the, like, being afraid of vaccines because they are, I mean, maybe I, I'm not afraid ones, of vaccines. I believe no, in yeah. vaccines. I believe in them. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there are some, yeah, some are super necessary. You Absolutely. Know what I mean? like 100%. What, I don't 100%. know. They give you so, you get so many shots, like, in, like, in the, in the yeah, so I don't, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm like, they gave me that many and I'm fine, you yeah. know, kind of sad sometimes, but I think that would have happened either way. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't. I mean, yeah. fifty-five does sound a lot like a lot, but I've never I'm, had a kid. Uh, you yeah, know? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not completely uh, certain that that's the exact number. And I, you yeah. know, 
disclaimer on I that. I guess one. there's a lot more shit to, or stuff to be, you know, concerned about with like COVID well, and yeah, there's like ideas other weird of, diseases. Of, uh, of herd, you know, there's the herd immunity. Like if so many people already got the vaccine and they have side effects from, you know, like, or whatever, they just got the vaccine, then so many other people don't need to get the vaccine because it's already been essentially eradicated. Well, know? yeah, those people you, might still get sick, though. It just won't might, hurt the society as but much. Then, but then if the people who got the vaccine shouldn't be worried about anything because they got the vaccine, right? Yeah, in, in exactly. Essence. But that wasn't the case recently in some areas, you know what I mean? So I don't know. You know I'm not. The vaccine was also like super new. It was rushed. Right. Put it down. Like usually before that, like vaccines took years and years to develop and like get going. You know, they right. had to go through all these tests. Right. Uh, and this one, they were like, it was like six months or yeah, something, you know. They threw it out there. Um, yeah. I don't think it I'm, probably wasn't perfect. Uh, yeah. But it was something that, you know, I think needed. Absolutely. Yeah. Had to yeah. figure something out. Agree. It wasn't going good. Yeah. Um, I miss I miss the beginnings of COVID, man. Good times. Scared all the time, not knowing what was going on. Can't buy anything, you know. Yeah. Every day was so exciting. <laughs> it was like you're almost at like... Uh, just a day away from the zombies. It's yeah. like the zombie apocalypse. Was Every on, day was I was just forefront. ready. Yeah. What, um, so, all right. So with the army and, and with, you know, back to uh, enlightenment and there are different <coughs> ways of achieving enlightenment. You don't have to sit in front of a tree for 10 days like the Buddha did or however long he sat there. He said, he, so he sat down. He said, I'm not, I'm not leaving until I'm enlightened. And he just sat there for, for days at a time. You know, that's that's perseverance. That is you know? some discipline. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I think, you know, there's another story, too, um, that kind of goes along with this. There's two stories. And these are like, these are both kind of Buddhist koans. I'm kind of, I'm going to butcher them because I don't know the exact names. So back to guidelines. So with religions and cults and guidelines. So there was a Zen master in Japan and... You know, he had this monastery. He was in control of the monastery. He set out these strict guidelines, like no women, no sex, no alcohol, uh, you know, silence, at, you know, for most of the day, eating only at certain times. So he put all these guidelines or all these rules out. And then the next day he shows up just completely wasted, like just drunk as hell. And everyone's like, shot, like and he's just slurring his words and puking and just drunk as shit all over the place and all the buddha all this the followers are like like wondering what the problem was but it explained that yes buddhism we have these guidelines or whatever and i'm not advocating buddhism that goes for everything we have these rules but these rules aren't set in stone they are mere guidelines you know what i'm saying they're not commandments they're just guidelines and you can bend and this is what you should times. aspire to do kind of that's yeah. what a that'd be a cool job yeah you know, it's like, all right, the oncoming Buddhists are coming. Go yell at them. Tell them the rules and right. just go start drinking right after. Right. Yeah, just wasted. <laughs> yeah, right. Go get them in the morning. But you know, uh, I, I see what you said. Like, that's a, to prove a point, you know. Yeah. Show up. And there's all these weird things with beatings. Like, the you know, the, like the Buddhist, the, 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 ma the, the master will sit there and, like, laugh and joke. And then everybody will be laughing. And then he'll just come over and start beating people up with, with the stick. You know, Bro, I didn't know just, that. just breaking them down. And everyone's like, and in that moment, they achieve some sort of enlightenment. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. 
I, yeah, I don't get that one. The only thing I can think of is could could, you, could that be achieved by like mistake? <laughs> could you like you ever fought like you've probably beat a number of people down? What a think you ever beat someone into enlightenment? Is do you no, have to be pr like credit I, like they're ready for it? I know I've been yeah. corrected, but I've been my I've had my you've ass been beaten into enlightenment. Yeah, yeah, I've been beaten into enlightenment too. Yeah. I've been it's more humbling than anything, yeah. but I've never like. It, I've never been in that setting, the monastery setting, you know. So I wonder what else it takes. We could, I don't know, dude. Yeah. I mean, all all different ways, and part of it is uh, just not caring what people think to a certain extent, you know. Uh, doing this, yeah, you know, living life and not expecting anything in return, so to speak, you know. Uh, uh, learning how to deal with the hardships as well as you do with the victories in life. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You could, uh, might be onto something with this, like, beaten to enlightenment thing, man, where you, like, opened up an octagon in a monastery. Yeah. You know, and it's just the middle of the fight. You could have, like, a enlightenment. And a guy's just like, I'm done. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I know. Nope. the gloves yeah, down and walks just, away. <laughs> and then there was win win. Everyone's happy. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no losers. The in crowd's that like, what the, you know? Yeah. And then they get enlightened. And, and when they get upset, we're like, listen. Go check out the Lotus Sermon. You know, that's just the way <laughs> things are done. <laughs> this is for your own good. It's a guideline. You know? But I'm not, I'm not, I actually, like, if I were to follow a religion, I think Buddhism would be the first one I'd go to. I'm not trashing on them. Just like a, a comedic look at it, you know. I think that's the thing. I don't think it's a religion. I think, yeah. I mean, maybe in some ways it's become one. You know, you have these monasteries and these strict rules. But at the if same you, time, they're like... Maybe not an organized religion, but like yeah. the root, like I could be wrong, but I've always assumed like the root word of religion was like realization uh -huh. or like, you know, it's like a, to me, it's a self-realization and a self-implemented set of rules and morals and guides of way you're going to live your life. Right. So, okay. and then, so, but Christianity would be that just organized. Cause there's like authority figures within that. It's been, you know, sure. there's a hierarchy it's been right. developed, but a guy who, praise to trees you know who's to say that's any less of his religion right it, there's just no priest you know what i mean there's right. no one else believes what he believes in but right. it's still his realization yeah. of life makes so him feel in that good way, he's happy he's not yeah. hurting anyone right yeah and that way i would i see it as a, a religion but it's a spiritual you know way to connect to your spiritual self and live your life and mm. be more than you are i think that's pretty pretty religious yeah know? well uh you know, the thing is, like I said, the, the, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. I mean, think about it. Like, okay, so one of the essential themes in Christianity is like you have to believe, you know, with, with Jesus dying on the cross and he died for your sins. And we kind of touched it with the Mark Schultz podcast. You know what I mean? And that was always foreign to me. I never quite understood that. I was always, I'd be in church and I'd look at it and I'd be like, why? Yeah, it you know, I get this guy dead kid. on the cross. Yeah. Why am I like. He could have just not done that. Yeah. You know, like it, it seemed so, but you have to look at the consciousness of the people at that time and not just that place, but other places in the world. These were people that did human sacrifice and they did animal sacrifice and they would like try to create magic in the real world by doing a certain act, like putting this pig on the altar or whatever, casting the scapegoat into the desert because we put all of our sins into it and went into the desert. And it seems weird, but it's almost like Christianity was like a transition for like to sort of end that 
in a way, that pattern of thinking, you know? Oh, was that because he... Because he did he it, did so you don't have to do it anymore, yeah, okay. you know? He absorbed the burden, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the what theory behind it. Yeah. Well, I don't think he knew that that's what was happening, but, you know, I think it was after the fact. That's what, like, St. Paul and those guys had said it happened. You know, I'm not a Bible scholar. It's just, it's all pretty fascinating to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is. It's, it's a pretty big thing to do regardless, I think. This idea of human sacrifice is just like, what's crazy to me about that is it's like all over the world, people were sacrificing people. You had it in, in India, to the cult to Kali, and then you had it probably in ancient, you know, the ancient Canaanites were doing it in the Middle East. Uh, Scandinavia. Scandinavia were doing it. You know, Aztecs. The, the Aztecs, the Inca. Yeah. I was watching a story the other day on, on that too. I don't really watch too much, but with my kids, well, we'd actually watch this one. I watched this one solo. But, um, you know, there was like a, they found this like massive graveyard of skeletons and they saw that they were like, they'd all been, they're all children and they had all been, uh, had their hearts cut open. And uh, the, 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 the archaeologists were baffled by it. So they did some studying and they looked at like weather patterns and soil patterns. And what it was is they believe that there was a massive storm that came that was like so nasty and destructive, like an El Nino type thing. Yeah. And so these group of people in South America, I don't know if they're Inca or a similar trial, you know. God, that would, that would suck so if it, it worked, man. <laughs> and so they did was, yeah, they, they like sacrificed all their kids to like try to end the storm. Uh, and you know then could I mean? you imagine if by coincidence the storm stopped? Yeah. You know what I mean? Now every time it rains, yeah. everyone's like, That's know. what it was, but that's what they were doing. That's uh, what, that's what the, see, that's how widespread from what I've studied, that's how widespread it was with the Aztecs, which were a different culture. They were like, yeah, they were, they, they were on some different stuff there with the, like I've watched a few documentaries about the Aztecs and they, uh, like the efficiency of the human, they'd have like these festivals where like yeah. it's a sacrifice day. And yeah. like they were doing the math cause they were like, all right, they killed this many people. The sacrifice thing was like an hour long. Yeah, This guy's, you know, whatever it was, it was like, you know, some insane time frame, like say 40 seconds or like a minute or whatever. And they like looked at a surgeon and they were like, well, I don't know if he could do like, could a surgeon do that, that precise, you know, with yeah. their tool. And they like, and they went through and like tried to figure it out and whatever. I mean, the guy was just, it was like an assembly line. Yeah. He just, they use those obsidian knives. Which yeah. Slice are, them. Yeah. The guy comes in, rips the heart out. Yeah, and they're like, all right. Out. It was like packing boxes and they yeah. just did it like all day. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. I think they did it to impress like the, the Spaniards when they came like, or something. And then they were like, you imagine, you know, yeah. <laughs> they came and they're like, check this out. We got something for you. We're going to literally murder hundreds of people. And, Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, holy, what? Well, yeah. We got to get rid of these guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, well, what happened, it's, so that's the thing. So when the Spaniards came to, uh, to Nochtitlan, you're right to add to what you're saying, because that's exactly right. Mm -hmm. The Aztecs were so nasty and so powerful and so intelligent that they didn't conquer. They the would capture. Yeah. They would just keep them kind of like weak uh -huh. and then capture them to use yeah. as their as their sacrifices. sacrifices. Yeah, you're right. They had the I remember their whole army was like specialized in and non lethal like domination. Right. And there are not many armies like that. You know what I mean? Right. I, I, which is so fascinating. Yeah. Like yeah. their nets and like their weird capture tactics. Did it's, you see Apocalypto? Did you see the movie Apocalypto with uh, it's based on it's a Mel Gibson 
Gibson movie. He's no, not in it. I, you know, I always wanted to see that. It's though. based on that. They yeah. have these like yeah, these nets, these like little like long poles with the little nooses on them. Yeah, they, and they, and they, they like walk. They're just slavers, yeah. you know, except yeah. sacrificers. Right to right to the sacrifice because that's what they believe. That was what. And, you know, they're like, well, if we don't sacrifice 15 people, the sun's not going to come up tomorrow. It kind of led to their downfall, too, though. You Absolutely. Know, like Montezuma and then he's, I can't remember the conquistador's uh, name. Cortez. Cortez was just like, I'm a god. And he was like, cool, you know. Yeah, like, they believe, like, he believed that they I were mean, the gods. To his credit, they had, like, metal, like, guns and they stuff, guns. you know. And yeah. I think he slightly resembled some, some painting the gods, they had. Yeah. Yeah. Consequential. And that think. would be pretty... Uh, impressive to see you know if you're working with obsidian and stone and people come in with like armor and guns and dogs right. you know like yeah i guess to, but still that's what a lame horses way to go too. down horses, horses yeah. yeah well the thing is what what i what it wasn't so cut and dry like that like moctezuma like was so enamored with cortez mm-hmm. that cortez kind of like kept them and like kept them captive and the people began to riot because the people wanted to sacrifice him it was them that were craving it. Uh, but they betrayed Montez, right? Because the people he, did. Yeah. He sent Montezuma out to like tell him to calm down, and, and they're like, "You're no longer true." Right. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. You've they, been corrupt. And then they started a riot, and that's when they started to. Someone else took over, you know, and then the, it was crazy. And they left. They got out of there by the skin of their teeth. And I believe some of the conquistadors like got caught in the middle of. There was like 150 of them versus like 50,000 people. Yeah. And uh, like a few of them got caught and like got sacrificed like immediately while like while the their comrades were on looking. Oh wow! Like that that was like the jaguar warriors and yeah, yeah, they went like parkour off trees and stuff. Yeah, yeah. they had those crazy like they take big wooden like paddles. And then embed shards of obsidian yeah, into so them. like a little saw thing yeah, kind of deal. It's like a crazy looking weapon. I can't imagine. Like I'm, I'm I wonder what kind of damage yeah. that'd do. Yeah. Probably wouldn't work too well on armor. But if you had enough of them, I guess you just yeah. beat someone with a slice. Stick, you know? Yeah, you get one slice. I mean, you're, you're bleeding. That's, yeah, you bleed it's like out, the sharpest. You know? But it only only works once. Yeah, they, there's some pretty creative, like, things that they did. Yeah, uh, the mines too. They. Uh, I think it was the Mayans. They would dress beehives up as sentry guards at night when they thought someone was coming to mess with them. Because and then someone would like you know whoever was going to invade or do their thing, they you obviously need to get the sentry. Yeah. So they jump down and like go to get them, and there are these like giant hornets or these giant yeah. bees, and then they'd like scream and they'd be like, "Oh, so they found the bees," you know, <laughs> like, casually get up and yeah. It's like that's a. Uh, always thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. No, dude, it's uh it's crazy. Religion is crazy. Um certain kinds of religion, you know, and then when you get into things like again, the road to hell pay for good intentions, which started yeah. off with something good with Christianity, then you end up with like the witch trials and the and the uh the inquisitions where they're boiling people and yeah, you know, burning like people some at the of the stake. most harshest crimes ever yeah, committed the, for, for the good of humanity. Supposed yeah. to be you know, supposed to be of, of that peace. pyramid thing. Let me see that. Which one was that? I didn't uh, see that. It's like a, it's one of their torture methods. It's just a big metal or wood pyramid. And then they make you sit on it. And then they have two rings at the base of it. And they handcuff your feet and put chains through the rings and they pull them for like, so it basically just halves you. Oh my God. A little yeah. like very slowly. Yeah. Because for, and it was like for blasphemy, you know, yeah. it's like, oh Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm like, you're not you're not Christian enough. Well, neither am I, man. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to pyramid you. Yeah, it's it's ruthless. No, it's nasty. It's disgusting, and it's you know it's it's unfortunate that this is part of the human experience. Yeah, you know, and these things actually existed, and these were the people that were in power and in control for, you know, a thousand years, and. Um, you know, and things have changed and reformed. The Catholic Church is still around, and some of these institutions are still around. But, man, what a what a what a way that what a distance and what a what a journey it's been, and how far we've come from, you know, having to sacrifice people and punish people by by burning them to a crisp in front of a crowd, Boom. You know? stoning people, stoning people. I mean, some of those things still exist, um, but, and that's part of the issue with uh, what I like about Buddhism is that. You know, it's not a lot of that. <laughs> you don't, well, you don't take. There's like nothing's personal. It, yeah, you know exactly. what I mean. Yeah. Like, here's another story. I, you're abs I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Yeah. Go so ahead. here's so here's here's another little story. This one I don't even know if it's true because this one is, uh, and I'm, I think I may even said this on the, the solo podcast I did. I don't even remember. The Buddha is uh, doing his ministry. He's coming to town, this village, and this one villager comes up to him and just starts chastising him. And he's like, "You're a piece of shit." You're just as miserable as the rest of as as all of us. You know, you're ugly. You bleed. You're gonna die one day. And yeah. the Buddha's just sitting there, just kind of like like smiling, like listening to him. And then finally, he's like, "Are you? Did I tell you this already? I think mm -hmm. I told you. Yeah." He's like, the finally, the guy like just unloads on him, and then he's done. And the guy and the Buddha says, "Okay, are you done?" And man says, "Yeah, I'm done." And he says, "Okay, now let me ask you a question." The Buddha says to the man, he says, "If I give you a gift." Who is, and you, let's say, if I give you a gift and you refuse to accept the gift, who's the owner of that gift? And the man says, if you give me a gift and I refuse it, then the owner of gift would, would be you. And he said, yes, it's the exact same thing with your words. Your words. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you just said all that shit to me. And I'm rubber, you're glue, man. Exactly. Yeah. Everything you say to me bounces off to me and sticks to you. If I get hurt I by what you say, that must mean that something's true. You know what I mean? Or, or, yeah. or I believe it's true. Not that it is true. Why Something would it affect me, me if, yeah. it, if it didn't mean anything? Like you're a green elephant. Like, all okay. right. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. Sure. <laughs> See, that's where I like. That's why I feel like he'd frustrate me and lie. I'd be like, this guy's just always so many steps ahead. <laughs> and, and he seems happy. <laughs> why am I so mad? <laughs> yeah. You're a piece of shit. That's fine, man. Yeah. Whatever. You're welcome to your opinion. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, there's a lot of lessons to be learned. And then the thing is, you know, the goal... And it's like, what's his name said too the other day? Schultz with our, in our theory, in our uh, conversation with Schultz, he, the first, with Krishnamurti. So Krishnamurti was raised by these, uh, I think they're called uh, theosophists, the, the Society of Theosophists that made their way to India. It was a, a cultist group that made, amassed a bunch of money and Madame Blavatsky and all these other famous occultists were kind of a part of it. And they started this, uh, this little church and they raised this guy Krishnamurti, who was like an orphan or a villager, they just saw promise in him, and he was going to be the next like leader of the world, the new world religion. That's one religion, and so Krishnamurti did a lot of studying. He did a lot of uh, learning, and then the day that he got elected, or the ceremony to swear him in to become the leader, uh, the first order of business was to abolish 
the entire religion. What a guy. <laughs> like what a chat what the absolute most Chad move maneuver, dude. It's just, it's like what? Like, yeah, too bad, man. You guys are full of it. <laughs> and I'm not. Suck it. Yeah. Mic drop. It's yeah. like troll a little lol, you know? No. I guess. What the that's that's hilarious. Memes have always existed, you know. Yeah, kind of the guy like that. Yeah. There've always been yeah. people around doing. I still haven't read uh, read his book, but I, I made a little comment about Eckhart Tolle because he's kind of the new newer version of, of that. And Tolle, Schultz said that Tolle stole a lot of his ideas from Krishnamurti, but never really gave credit to Krishnamurti. But I feel like in an area like that, wisdom is kind of like universal. It's not it's not in one religion or one place or another. It may not necessarily be like stolen from one guy. Maybe it was, maybe he borrowed some ideas, but wisdom is wisdom. Whether you're a, a Muslim, whether you're Jewish, whether yeah, Christian, it's universal, you're Buddhist, but it you know? is like, I don't know. You definitely, it, the right thing to do is if you're inspired by someone's ideas to, you know, at least shout them out a little bit. I would say so, yeah. but yeah. there's really no way to tell. And with, you know, as time goes on, you could have a totally original thought to you, but you may not be the first person to have it. And that's not a great feeling. You know, yeah. like you have some epiphany, you're like, oh my God, and you Google it, and there's a dude selling it for nine ninety nine, right. you know, and he's been ripped off by Chinese companies selling it for three ninety nine. You're just like so far off, you know, right. Like, right. and you're like, oh, you know, I, I hate everything. But the same with like ideas and philosophy and stuff like, uh, yeah, you know, so it's just it's sort of it's just the way it, there's yeah. only so many ideas, you know, right. with everything. It's like a like music. The, I feel like theoretically, eventually all the combinations of all the music notes are going to be used, you know, if you give it enough time. Allegedly, right? I um, mean, there has to be if there's only a finite number, mm -hmm. right? But, but that would take who knows how many years to do that and the computer to to process that or make that i mean where we're at now i don't think it'd take that long yeah. but even if like time can yeah yeah you're probably right because there's like so many like how many podcasts are there? there's way more songs you know like yeah now there's like soundcloud like everyone's just going at it yeah. but i have no basis on any math so i'm just it's a total <laughs> feel thing <laughs> if you were a musician what what instrument would you play bass okay. i used to be a musician a very poor one i tried Okay. Yeah, but I played bass. Nice. I like the feel of it. Uh-huh. Like when you play it, you can make everything shake. Mm -hmm. yeah, if you have a big enough amp. What about you? Uh, I played the skin flute for nice. a number of years. Okay. But I put it down recently. Hmm. Well, I know a guy if you want to rent one, you know, or anything. Skin flute. What a, what a Nick joke. <laughs> He's a father. <laughs> doesn't take much that's why we're good friends is because your threshold for comedy is so low my, right. my low quality like <laughs> jokes and stuff you're just like ha! <laughs> it's like the, i don't know quality you just got you yeah. know you got that dark sense of humor you know what i mean it's either which yeah, we need to, we're starting darkness. to see more of which i'm happy to see yeah man you well, know so uh, it's uh it's good dude. mars and gatorade or something what say again that mars what? is in gatorade mars is that's that's yeah. the diet that's the breakfast of champions in yeah. your case no, it's like the, this, I don't know. It was a shot on like Mercury and retrograde or whatever oh. phase of the planets, you know, so you can be yourself. I don't know. It's okay. just one of those days, I guess. Okay. 
Well, good, man. I think uh, I don't know if we've uh, arrived at the end of the cast, but this was a, this was a, yeah. an original episode. Big uh, guys, little ties. Big guys, little ties. Wow. We are going to have uh, merch coming to you soon. Mm-hmm. Um, check us out on Spotify. Check us out. Check out the uh, the Instagram, TikTok. the Facebook, the TikTok, uh, the YouTube, and um, again, appreciate all the support that we've had recently. And uh, again, if anybody has questions, comments, criticisms, please reach out either to Jordan or myself or even Jason at Radio Influence. And uh, that's it.